0: Hello and welcome to Taboo Malta, it's the show where we discuss taboo topics in the sunny island of Malta. So today we've got a special guest, he's Mark. Hi Mark. Hi, are alright? <laughs> <laughs> and we'll be talking about HIV. So Mark, can you introduce yourself to our audience, please?
1: So um, thanks for having me over. Um, my name is Mark. Um, I am an HIV and sexual health activist. Um, I am also a gay man and also a person living with HIV.
0: Okay, all right, okay. And um, so how did you find out you've got HIV, first of all, if you'd like to talk about that?
1: So um, how did I find out? Okay, so basically um, I was getting ill. I got the flu first. Okay. And... um, you know, it's a normal flu. You don't really um, think that much of about it. and mm. But I do remember that my fever was really high. It, like I okay. almost was like delirious. Felt a bit like a Lana Del Rey video, like, ah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Just needed some flowers.
1: <laughs> Basically, for the ambiance. Yes. <laughs> and anyway, that passed. And two weeks later, I got ill again. Like, okay. oh, another, like gastric this time. And I was a bit like... Mm, I mean, okay, what's going on here? Uh-huh. And a couple of months passed, and um, I got ill again. And I'm like, okay, it's time to run some tests. Something is clearly wrong Exalt. here.
0: Exactly. Uh-huh.
1: Um, and basically, I ran the tests. I ran everything. Um, and basically, they were like, listen, we everything's fine, but we need to redo the HIV tests. And okay. I was a bit like, ah. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I've been tested in the past, and it's always been negative, 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 negative. Eza. And it's never been, oh, we're going to retest. And anyway, it turns out it came back positive. So that was a bit of a shock. shock. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, that's, ha- that's how we. I found out about my HIV diagnosis, basically.
0: Okay, and how long was it before you took the previous HIV test to this point in time that you... Realized. I think
1: it was about a year or two. I was in a relationship okay. in the meantime. Uh-huh. And, you know, after I broke up, I was kind of trying to Active. get over that person. <laughs>
0: exactly. Rebound stage.
1: Rebound stage. <laughs> and, well, you know, things happened. <laughs> exactly.
0: Exactly. All right. it's Okay. And did you go directly to a GP or did you go to a sexual health clinic or like how did you go about it? So this? in
1: this case... Um, my friend is actually a doctor. I mean, my okay. f- my friend's father is a doctor, so he kind of helped me out there and mm-hmm. ran the tests for me. So that was more of a casual kind of thing with him. Okay. But obviously, there are a number of outlets you can do for testing.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, okay. And when it comes to, like, awareness or education about HIV, like... Did you just come to that conclusion naturally or did you kind of research up a bit on it? Because I I don't see much material out there on like what to look out for, like the symptoms you just told me, I had no idea, for example. So,
1: I mean, I had to deal with my own stigma and lack of awareness at the time. I mean, I knew that people living with HIV were taking their medication, for example. Um, And obviously it wasn't the AIDS crisis, so people aren't dying anymore. But I didn't know exactly to what extent... um, it would impact my life. So in the end, really, I mean, I take medica- my medication. It's one pill a day now. It wasn't before. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it was
0: can, more than that. Yeah,
1: we can talk about that later. Oh, okay. Um, so you take one pill a day and, and basically your life expectancy is normal or near normal is what they say. Um, so, I still have a long life Yay!
0: Okay. <laughs>
1: where I can work <laughs> a lot. <laughs> and, um, and also, there is undetectable quiz, untransmittable, which I did not know about at the time. So, when I, when I found out my diagnosis, I was like, oh, I'm never going to have sex again. I'm going to become a cloistered nun or something. <laughs> That's it. No more. We're closing the doors. <laughs> um but no, so basically how it works is you start treatment and uh, your viral load, which is the level of virus in your body, um, starts going down, 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 down. And basically once it reaches a certain level, anything under 200 um, copies per milliliter of blood is um, non-transmissible. Non-trans- okay. Okay. Um, so, what is undetectable is the amount of virus is so low that the, the, the test can't actually measure it. So, generally, mm. under 50 or under 20, it depends on the test you're, you're doing. Um, in multi I believe it's under 20. Um, so, I can actually have sex with or without condoms, technically, and I would, I would not be able to transmit HIV.
0: Okay. And can you explain to the audience the difference between HIV and AIDS? Because people seem to use that in the same sentence. Okay, so the virus. Yeah,
1: they're, they're not the same thing. So mm-hmm. HIV is the virus. So it okay. is the virus that attacks your immune system. Okay. So um, with medication, um, what happens is your virus goes down and then your CD4 count, which is w- your immune function, what okay. fights off viruses and um, infections and, and so on, um, that goes up. So they're kind of inversely proportional to each Ah, other. So the virus goes down, the CD4 goes up. So your immune system is working properly.
0: All right. Okay. And are you more susceptible to other? So you, you mentioned obviously it affects your immune system. So for example, COVID. We were talking about COVID before. Like, are you more likely to get bad side effects of that because of your immune system, or no? If it's
1: I mean, it it depends. It depends on how you, how well your immune system. My mine's very well. So it's okay. on a case by case basis. Okay. Now um to go back to what HIV and AIDS is. Mm-hmm. So HIV is the virus of the human immunodeficiency virus. Mm-hmm. Um, which attacks your immune system, basically. Um, But if you take medication, um, you're fine, like me. I'm undetectable, so my immune system is fine. The virus is low, I can't transmit it. AIDS, on the other hand, is when HIV has broken down your immune system. So you haven't started medication, and it's a syndrome, technically. So Mm -hmm. you're more susceptible to opportunistic infections, certain cancers and and what have you. Because obviously your natural defence system is not working how it should be.
0: Okay, so that's what we saw in Freddie Mercury, for example. Basically, was, so what okay. happens
1: there is HIV erodes the immune system and then that becomes AIDS after a certain amount of time. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, I mean, with the advances in medication, we don't see AIDS that often. And you, can, you can't you can transmit AIDS. This is something that a lot of people are like, oh, you can transmit AIDS. Like, no, you, you transmit HIV, not AIDS.
0: Okay, that's really interesting. I didn't know that, for example. All right, okay and when you found out you had you had it i'm sure there was a bit of stigma with your family and friends like how did you deal with that
1: well actually i mean i think i'm one of the lucky ones i mean i spoke to my friends about it straight away. they came to the clinic with me i had oh, i i had an army with <laughs> me like i had i had five people outside <laughs> okay. um the doctor's office and yeah, I mean, he sat me down and he was speaking to me like, listen, you're fine. I mean, nowadays it's it's a manageable condition. It's a chronic condition, basically. Um, but you're going to be fine. Mm-hmm. And like at that point, I was in shock mode. So I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Just like nodding and smiling. <laughs> basically,
1: I mean, not smiling so much. <laughs> uh, under shock, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. But then I, I kind of did have a mini breakdown yes, when yes. I had to tell them because when you Speak to someone about it and mm-hmm. you tell them, oh, I'm HIV positive, um, it, it becomes real then. Uh-huh. When you say it out loud, it becomes real. Mm-hmm. But no, I mean, we were writing, where could it come from? Who was it? Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But these are questions in the end, Does it doesn't make a difference. So it's pointless obsessing about. Yes. And the end result remains the same. Mm-hmm. My parents, um, were also very supportive um, so I mean they had questions obviously my mother uh, had done her research already
0: ah, sweet. Okay.
1: Um, my dad needed a bit more time, time to process so he mm-hmm. had more questions so I took him to the clinic with me actually okay. and the doctor actually told him uh, listen this is how it works and mm-hmm. whatever and that at least put his mind at ease all
0: right okay okay and was anyone, like, scared to touch you or to hug you or, like, kiss you on the cheek? Because I've no. heard these stories. No, no. no. Okay.
1: I mean, okay. I mean, I had the friend, she's like, can you still cook? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, yes, I can still cook. She's like, okay. <laughs> Hugs me, it's like, when, when are you cooking?
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's all that matters. Really. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. All right. Uh, okay.
1: But no, but I, I think I've been one of the lucky ones. I have had a couple of um, dates where... People are a bit like. Mm. I, th- I think I I was on a date once and like we went for a walk. It was really nice. We kissed, whatever. Went for a coffee. I don't know how we started um, speaking about sexual health because obviously, like my NGO work has to also come into my dating. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Of course. Um, and anyway, I told him I was positive, and I'm telling you, this man goes white. <laughs>
0: Oh, my God. Like,
1: I could see the color rain. And I was a bit like, are you okay? Then? I'm like, do you want to go for a walk? And anyway, we're walking around in Dina. And um, he is freaking out. He's like, now I have to go get tested and whatever. I'm like, why don't we just kiss?
0: Exactly. Uh-huh. <laughs>
1: Two, um, I am undetectable, so I can't transmit the virus mm-hmm. to you. But in some mm-hmm. it was a whole <laughs> That's experience. That's why I asked, to be
0: honest, because like, people think that it's transmissible just by kissing, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and like you said, anyway, now that you know you'd probably use protection anyway, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's, it's a consensual relationship, you know, we both have to agree on that. But yeah... It must have been a bit... <laughs>
1: <laughs> then he's like, you want to it's go for dinner? Thing. I'm like, actually, I think I lost no. <laughs> my appetite. Um,
0: he <laughs> didn't pass the test. <laughs> I
1: mean, it you know. it takes you back to when I was first diagnosed and like mm-hmm. that whole stigma and shame yes. that goes with it because that's yes. the thing with HIV. I mean, um, it won't kill you, but there's just so much shame and stigma that's it's intertwined right. with uh-huh. it. So uh-huh. that's always a constant journey to uh-huh. like... Which is why I'm doing what I'm doing now and talking about it as much as I can.
0: Exactly. So, okay, so if a person had to come up to you and they, t- they tell you like they're scared to go check themselves, how, what would you tell them?
1: Okay, I mean, I can understand the fear. I mean, I've been there as well. Like when you're going to get tested, you're always a bit like, oh my God, what, what comes <laughs> exactly. what, what if What if something. I have something? Okay, so if you have something, at least you can treat it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I mean, with HIV, I mean, a lot of people are afraid of HIV, but there are other STIs. I mean, most yes. of them are curable nowadays, like gonorrhea, syphilis. Um, they're curable. HIV, unfortunately, to this day, is not but manageable. As a, mm-hmm. So I understand the fear, but at the same time, let's say you are positive, mm-hmm. but you're afraid of a positive diagnosis. Um, it's going to get worse for you if you don't like if you have a problem you can tackle it Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. you get tested you go on treatment if that's the worst case scenario technically Mm -hmm. speaking Mm -hmm. i mean if you get a positive diagnosis you go on treatment your life goes on i mean it's still a hurdle and it's another stumbling block but you know that's life at this point in time um so i do understand the fear but knowing is much better than not knowing plus you end up agonizing of what if and what if not so it's just better to rip the band-aid off go get tested and if it's positive you can actually do something about it
0: okay okay and i've heard that people can get tested first yeah it's true matter day so yeah so
1: there is a gu clinic at matter day um it's free you book um they give you a t- uh, an appointment and you go there, and they screen you for everything: so HIV, syphilis, uh, gonorrhea, chlamydia, the works. Mm-hmm. And there are also private clinics which okay. tackle this as well. And we are also doing at the point at this moment, because I'm with Checkpoint Mold, that's an mm-hmm. HIV NGO. I should have mentioned that in the yeah, beginning.
0: it's okay. We can talk about this now.
1: And basically, we are doing community testing. So people come; it's all anonymous, and we do rapid HIV tests. So. We come, you come there, we do a quick evaluation, a quick survey, everything is anonymous. Um, and within 20 minutes, you will know if you're positive or negative, basically.
0: And how do you do that? Is it a swab? Is it taking No. Blood? So
1: basically, it is, um, you get a small lancet, like literally a small lancet. You know how the diabetes ones are?
0: Ah, okay, okay, okay. So
1: you draw blood from there. Mm-hmm. Um, then we have these pipettes, which we fill with blood. Mm-hmm. We have a test strip, which we peel and put it on add a little buffer and in 20 minutes the the strip will tell me if it's positive or if it's negative
0: amazing okay and if somebody comes out as positive to checkpoint malt are there some um, channels that they can reach out to the community or like so so we
1: we wanted to um, have the proper infrastructure in place for this obviously because it can be a very traumatic experience
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: so what we did for this is, um, one, we partnered with the with the hospital, with Mother Day, and also Sexual Health Malta
0: okay.
1: um, on this. So I get lots of condoms and like information, leaflets and whatever. But if we have a positive diagnosis, we fast track them to the GU clinic, basically. And also the gener- the Gozo General Hospital, because we also run it in, in, we do one in Malta and one in Gozo once a, once a month. It's applied project until December, and if it's positive, um, they're referred the next day. Okay. And basically, what happens there is they do a confirmatory test because it's standard practice here that you test twice. So if you get one positive, you make a confirmatory test, and if it comes back positive, then then we start the treatment route. Basically, apart from that, um, since it's the it's also traumatic, we're not talking about just medical physiological
0: mental as well we're talking
1: about also mental so we've also um partnered up with hiv malta in this regard and if the person wants um we can put them in touch with them and they will offer uh, some sessions for free to help counsel them through this basically
0: that's amazing because not everybody has a support system right no and
1: it's very important it's very Mm -hmm. important i mean for me speaking from my experience was a very isolating experience Mm -hmm. and i had a proper You know support system in place let alone someone who has no support system so it's very important
0: Mm -hmm. and i think most people like when you talk about hiv and aids unfortunately they associate that with the lgbtiq community so i spoke about this last time in my previous session as well that most people are actually heterosexual that, that get it so how do you think we can overcome the stigma by associating with with everyone not just that community
1: I mean, yeah, this is a thing. Um, most people in Malta, at least they still think, oh, it's a gay thing, you know what I is mean? Is that? Uh-huh. And it's not a gay thing. I mean, obviously, the men who have sex with men are a risk group, but there are other risk groups as well. The thing is, if you are a partner, generally who is the receiver, you are more likely at risk to contract it. Um, now what I would always say is, this is my mantra, you're having sex, then you go get tested. It's just part and parcel. Every six months, you go and get tested. At the end of it all, it doesn't discriminate. I mean, it's a virus. So it doesn't care if you're gay, it doesn't care <laughs> if you're straight, bi, whatever.
0: Exactly. Um, and what advice would you give to people who are in relationships or polyamorous, Um, who are scared of talking about protection with their partner. What do you mean? So some people, for example, when they're about to have sex, they say, okay, can we use a condom, for example? And the other person's like, no, it feels better without it.
1: I think every person needs to... um discuss the parameters of their sexual life before going in. And everyone should be on board at the same yeah, time. Yeah. So uh, there shouldn't be this pressure and whatever. So mm-hmm. if they're both comfortable doing something, then that's within their right at the end of it all. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are different ways. There's There are condoms as well, if people want to practice safer sex. Um, also, there is PrEP nowadays. PrEP is basically... Think of, I like to explain it like this. So women, you take the pill every day, you don't get pregnant. And if you have like a risky encounter, you go the next day and you get the morning after. But Now, PrEP is a bit like the pill you take every day. Mm-hmm. So um, you can take the pill every day, you can have sex um, with or without a condom, and you will not be at risk of contracting HIV, because it is a preventative measure. It's basically a combination of two anti-HIV drugs, antivirals, which you build up in your system, and that means the virus cannot actually take root in your body.
0: Okay, and do you need to be taking this for a certain amount of time? Before so there are
1: this? different ways of doing it. Um, there is daily. Mm-hmm which is exactly like the pill. You take it at the same time, generally, every day. But
0: with the pill, for example, I know it takes two or three months to actually have an effect. And you'll, need to, you'll need to take
1: a, a certain amount of time All
0: right, so uh-huh. for
1: it to like, build up.
0: Exactly, uh-huh.
1: um, but then after that time, you're fine. And you can also do it on demand, technically, as well. So if you know you're going to have sex on a Saturday, for example, um, you'll take PrEP. Mm-hmm. Um, on the Friday, on the Saturday, and on the on the Sunday.
0: And you need a prescription for this. Yes, you
1: would need a prescription okay. primarily because um, you need to be HIV negative to take PrEP. In the sense that, why? So um, the drug combination of PrEP is two HIV anti-HIV drugs. Mm-hmm. They aren't enough if you are positive. Okay. To control the virus. So you don't want to get resistance
0: mm-hmm.
1: from your from the strand of virus that you that you have. So what they do is they make sure that you are negative. Once you are negative, you can start PrEP. If you are positive, um, then you go on treatment. There's also PEP. PEP is like the morning after pill, basically. Mm. Um, you need to take it within 72 hours. It's a course, it's also very expensive. So, um, we're talking 400 plus euros Whoa. Here. yeah okay. Okay. And obviously, that is something we kind of need to tackle as well because not everyone has access to the, that, those resources, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Plus, it's very time-restrained, so you need to start with 72 hours. Otherwise, it does not work, and you need to take it over a, a period of time.
0: So, if someone was raped, for example, and they need access to this, does does matter? They provide it for free?
1: I believe they do have some emergency reserves there. Good.
0: Okay. 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 Just in case. All right. Um, And do you think in Malta, for example, my sex education at school was a bit of a joke. We just spoke about abortion. Um, What do you think we can do better in terms of raising awareness about STIs, HIV, etc.?
1: Talk about them <laughs>
0: <laughs> like we're doing now. <laughs> like
1: we're doing now. I mean, I, I'm 31 now. Mm. Um, my secondary school sex ed was a church school background, so okay. mostly abstinence and diagrams. I think we need to actually prepare people to have sex and be like, listen, you can have sex, there are different ways of doing it, there are certain precautions you can take, there are also certain viruses and um, infections that you can contract, what these symptoms are, how to mitigate them, how to protect yourself against them, how to deal with them if you're, if you're um, test positive for any of them, mm-hmm. which I think we still don't have yet. I'm not sure if it's changed now, I'm not at school <laughs> anymore.
0: I don't think it has. To be honest, no, we just have had PSD. I don't know if it was the same. Yeah, yeah. Um, and a bit in biology for those who had biology. You know, that's what I remember at JC, where everyone would burst out laughing when we're doing the genitalia and how to draw them and all the yeah. stuff and how it works. Yeah. Um, but I think it works both ways. Like at the end of the day, we like you're saying, we're all going to have sex, um, unless you're really strong in your faith, and I respect that. But if we're going, if you're going to have sex, you need to be responsible and you need to be safe, right? And that's, that's the it. thing
1: is. Um there's Sex is still very much taboo uh-huh. uh, We don't like talking about sex Like none of us are having sex It's like
0: a horse, uh, you know sex? <laughs> us? What is no. this?
1: <laughs> so, I mean It's part of being human at the end of it all Just make sure you have all the information At your disposal mm-hmm. And that you are comfortable with what you are doing That is also very important
0: mm-hmm. For sure So, um, to close it off a bit, would you like to say anything about Checkpoint Malta and how people can get in touch with Checkpoint Malta to make an appointment?
1: So, um, yeah, they can get in touch with us on Facebook. They can Mm -hmm. also send us an email on Antonella at Checkpoint.mt because she's the one that takes care of our bookings. But, yeah, I mean... Anything about information, access to treatment, um, any queries, they can just message us on our Facebook page. I mean, mm-hmm. we're volunteers, so sometimes it <laughs> might take some time to reply. Yeah. But um, we do our best to try and be timely in our responses. Um, but yeah, I mean, best way is always through Facebook.
0: Thank you. And well done for your effort. Thank you.
1: Thank you very much. Thank you for having me.
0: Thanks, guys. Um, If you have any taboo topics you'd like to talk about on air, please reach out to me. And as Mark said, you can reach out to Checkpoint Malta for any HIV queries or appointments. Thank you.